0: You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network,
1: riotcast.com. And this is The Comedy Cellar Show on XM Sirius 99 Raw dog. <laughs> Noam is not here today, that's why you're hearing my voice doing the introduction. He had an emergency meeting in Las Vegas. Yes. Um, couldn't Skype it in, I guess. Yeah. But he so he had to fly out there. He uh, is to do with the comedy cellar Vegas. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we opened a room. Well, not we, but uh, the comedy cellar opened a room. Uh, you could say we. Uh, we. Uh, You've I earned mean, that. Okay. Um, I'm part of the comedy cellar family, if not an official, <clears throat> you know, uh, owner or anything like that. But uh, the comedy cellar <coughs> opened up a club in Vegas, and already there's problems apparently. Noam and the owners of the Rio Hotel are at odds. Odds. So I don't know what's happening, but apparently everything was not laid out i assume in the contract uh, explicitly as it should have been that's my guess all right well eric doesn't know or can't anyway what the hell you're i, I about. just wanted to lay down that introduction to explain noam's absence yes. i'm so filling
2: in for, for, for noam i'm not I'm you're not... filling
1: in for me i'm filling in for noam
2: uh, understood yes that's yes, Doug that, david that, yeah, off that right. yeah. who
1: <clears throat> a regular on the show and he's filling in for me I'm filling in for you, that's right. And I am filling in for Gnome. So yes. you have big shoes to fill, me not so much. We're here also with, <laughs> with uh, the great Stephen Calabria, our producer. Aloha. Who stops by from time to time. We have Derek Gaines, comedy teller, comedian. How's Ed, it going? And host of Broke-Ass Game Show on MTV, is that Can correct? Can we not do that? That got canceled. We uh, have with us the former <laughs> host of Broke-Ass Game I'm Show. I'm on
0: a new show now, uh, The Last OG with Tracy Morgan the on Last CBS. The Last OG? Yeah, I'm doing that now.
1: That sounds... It's a real uh, black show on TV. Yes, it does. real yeah. 10 show. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll discuss yeah. that, and congratulations yeah. on great your new so show. You're, wor- you're yeah, working, and that's great. Eric, yeah. um, <clears throat> uh, but we'll discuss that perhaps later. work, work, we-, we brought in with us, we have Eric Peterson. Hello. Uh, now, Eric Peterson is a diversity coach and... Uh, implicit bias, uh, instruct something. How would you describe your, uh, your well, job?
3: Well, consultant. I usually just go with diversity consultant. But most of what I do, most of what people want to hire me to do, is to come in and teach classes about implicit bias and cultural competence. So that's, that's what I spend my time doing. Oh, and, and
1: the reason we invited him on is because of the Starbucks... I was wondering. Yes. Yes. Starbucks about this. diversity, uh, you know, uh, controversy. Yeah, let's think. do it. They of course uh, just uh, by way of review. Uh, if anybody been uh, has been on planet Mars, uh, Starbucks kicked out two uh, black men who didn't order anything—not so much as a kind bar, not so much. Yeah. as a <laughs> Well, didn't <they> just <laughs> kick them out. Okay, Nothing. didn't no, just kick them out. <laughs> <laughs> called,
3: called the cops. I mean, that's
0: the thing. Didn't just kick them out. In under two called minutes. Called the police. In under two fucking minutes. That's what. Oh, that's okay, what I said call the
2: cops. Why did they call the cops? Because... Uh, I don't mind kicking somebody out if, they have, if they're just hanging out in my store and asked to go to the bathroom and didn't buy anything. I don't well, mind that. Well, but <laughs> Starbucks kind of has a... I probably wouldn't call the cops, but... I, and I don't care what <laughs> color you are. If you're hanging out in my store and I'm paying ten grand a month rent and you don't buy anything, go, can I go to the bathroom? And... And, and I say, are you going to buy anything? And then you don't and just continue to yeah, sit there. I might throw you the fuck out too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Starbucks does out differently. That's cool, though, but yeah. she
0: called the cops. Oh, of course. No, yeah. you and can't people hang board. out in
2: Starbucks all the time. Yeah. I mean, people
3: hang out in Starbucks all the time. They, they, they got show up. Desks. They bring their laptop. They do, they do their yeah, work. Yeah, and no, it might do. take them two hours before they order a cup of coffee. E- and right, that's right. just kind of normal. But
2: you know, so it and, and, you sounds know, over the top. It's but, you know, one it was, store, it's one manager. What kind of people? What kind of people were they? What kind of guy was it? They were future they were nice real estate guys. agents. Gotcha. Okay. They were all waiting right. for a white dude to talk yeah, about yeah. some real it estate shit that was about to go so down. It, it, wasn't was, it was a anybody, business meeting. It wasn't anybody starting trouble and then no, walking around no. to go to the bathroom. No, all he said is, "Can I get a story?"
3: So these two guys were waiting for a friend, and I assume that they say, "When their friend got there, we're going to order some coffee." Um, but in the meantime, one of them had to go to the restroom. They're waiting for their right, friend. They said, hey, right. can I get a key to the restroom? And they said, well, restrooms are for customers. You need to order something or I'm going to need you to leave. Right. And they sat down. They're like, well, we're not leaving, but, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll sit and wait for our right, friend. Yeah. And the thing is about, I mean, Starbucks, look, Starbucks has a really long history of trying to do some really good things about diversity. So I'm not going to, you know, it's, this, this is not a Starbucks problem. This is an American problem. Right? This well, whole thing about, you know, ooh, there's a black person in my store, I better call the cops. Well, that certainly isn't Starbucks policy, but Starbucks realizes they've got an issue because it's just because they've done good things in the past. They need to obviously teach some folks who work for Starbucks right. some things about implicit Are you choosing that seminar right. that's happening on the 28th? Not, no, I'm not Eric Holder. Nor uh, I, 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 I yeah. thought that's you a the twenty ninth, 29th, 29th. March 29th. 29th. Eric no Holder. Monday. Measuring yeah, Cheryl Eiffel Baruches. from the NAACP. Uh, uh, Heather McGee, who runs demos. I mean, they've got some big names. Well, we couldn't get those guys. <laughs> no, so you got me instead.
1: <laughs> but we did want to discuss, because I'm sure everybody would love to be a fly in the wall. Uh, at that Starbucks diversity training session. As I know, I would be interested to know what kind of thing goes on. Yeah, that's What are they going that's where you come in to tell us what is a training session
0: I sound like until- they ain't going to do nothing. They're going to sign in and go to the movies.
3: They're going to well, sign in and Well, you know, leave. okay, so because well, they have all these big names, right, I, I'm assuming, and I don't I don't know a thing about it, but I'm assuming it's going to be some kind of simulcast, right, where there's, there's got, you know, some folks in Seattle, they're going to basically do a bunch of TED Talks about unconscious bias, uh, they're going to, you know, make all their employees kind of sit and watch this thing and perhaps have something, if I were running it, if I were running it, I'd have some kind of discussion for store managers to lead with their employees so they can all talk about it after it was over. And, and I'm sure this is true. I'm, I'm not, I don't know anybody at Starbucks. Uh, well, I do know some folks at Starbucks, but I don't know what's, exactly what's happening. But this would not be the end of the road. It's not like they're going to do this for two hours on May 29th and then just stop and expect that they fixed everything.
0: That's not the way this this works. Because that's and, what it sounded like. It sounded like he was going to roll the big TV out, like the substitute subs teachers do. Yep. Watch this and go and go home. Just don't no, be uh, no, this is, gonna be, no th- this is
3: going to be no. This is going to be something that that's going to be that's going to be a conversation they're going to be having for a while. <laughs> <laughs> can sure. you explain racism briefly,
2: solved? Can you explain <laughs> briefly what hour and a uh, half later, two hours? <laughs> yeah. What yeah.
3: what unconscious biases? Sure, sure. So basically, this is a kind of it's a new. You know, it's been around probably for about seven eight years now. Um, the idea that, that there's a different way to talk about diversity. The way we used to do it was kind of bring out the big stick and just kind of do a blame and shame and say, y'all are horrible people because you're all racist and sexist and don't you feel bad about yourselves. And that didn't work so well. People would have a big yeah. like emotional experience, and then two weeks later they'd be like, I fucking hated that class. Yeah. Um, so we started doing it in a different way. And, and what we know from a little bit of brain science and a little bit of social psychology is that we basically have two brains, right? So you have an automatic brain and you have a deliberate brain and your automatic brain just comes up with shit and just <laughs> feeds it to, you know, your, your consciousness. And so if you and this is what happens, right, when a black man is in his grandma's backyard holding a cell phone and the cops are like, but it was a gun. It was like, well, you might have thought it was a gun because you've got some connection in your head between black people and danger. Hmm. And so in that moment,
2: you know, that, you that's said. That's Chris Rock's ATM joke, right? Who am I looking for? That's yeah, the, I'm the joke. Yeah, I'm looking for the media. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly. the joke. That's it. And, and right, so but h- how do you mitigate that without? Or, I mean, <clears throat> over the course of time. Yeah, I live in Bed Stuy. I can read the difference between a dangerous situation. Me too. A- and not over the course of time. But how do you how do you stop somebody from some sort of? Im-
3: you know, I tell you. So when it, you know, Starbucks and and obviously the Stefan Clark story are two completely different things, right? right. And, you know, one somebody died, and the other
2: somebody. You know, I mean, honestly, and, and call the cops. how do you do that died. without crossing into some like? bullshit PC territory where we can't be honest with one another about the experience, where I'm supposed to implicitly go the other way and just go, oh, no, everything's okay. If something's not okay, whether you're black, white, Puerto Rican, or in between, if you're coming down that street, you know, I'm not going to wait and see, find out whether or not I'm guilty of (laughs) implicit bias. Yeah. you And anybody who's ever lived in the street knows that. Yeah. Bias is
3: basically there, right? Because it it keeps you safe and it saves your life. Yes. You know, so I always tell people in my classes, right? Think about the last time that you slammed on your brakes, yes. uh-huh. right? That was bias. Something happened to you, and like, before you even knew what was going yes. on, your foot was on the brake, and that car was stopping. And that's what bias is. So we, we yeah. try to tell people like, look, you have bias. It doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. It just means you have this ability for your brain to make some decisions on your behalf without asking you first. It's Ooh, pattern right? recognition. And yeah. so with with something like it's you know with something like yeah. a cop or with something like a store manager at Starbucks or something, you know what you really have to do is just kind of first of all, it has to be in the training, right? It's, yeah. it's too late to go to a cop who's been on the beat for ten years. And say, now we're going to do bias training. and could, Because they've got their patterns are kind of set. Yes, right. When we bring cops on, we need to say, okay, before you fire your weapon, you need absolute confirmation that that is a gun. Right. You know, and it doesn't matter. And, and the thing is with cops, I mean, I look, I, I know some cops. I've worked with some some folks in law enforcement doing bias work. Yeah. And, you know, I there are a lot of good people out there, right, who are, yeah. who are wearing badges and doing this. But it is a job where you sign up for a dangerous job. Yeah. You know, so the idea that, you know, oh, I was scared, so I shot before I thought, and the person you shot was Tamir Rice, who is a twelve year old kid with a toy gun that you shot two seconds after you showed up. Yeah. That that's not cool. That no, doesn't, that it's doesn't work. Does not, no. That doesn't work. You know, so so it's just, you know, it's taking a moment. And if you're a cop, that moment could be a life and death moment, but in a way that that's your job.
1: Well, so now how might you test is there a fun test we can take to determine whether we have an in- implicit bias?
3: There is, actually. If you want to go to Project we it well, well, it's a, it's a website thing. How can you have
2: not have a comp- uh, an implicit bias, bias as a You human have being. some.
3: You have some. The, 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 right. the test basically teaches you kind of what your patterns are, right? So it shows you this picture in the middle of your computer screen, and then you pick words on either side of the picture, and it'll say something like, okay, um, When we show you a picture of a man, we want you to choose the word that means profession or career. When we show you a picture of a woman, we want you to choose the word that means family or home. Yeah, That's usually pretty easy for people to do. Then when you go to the next step and you say, we're going to show you a picture of a man, I want you to choose the word that means family or home. Right. And we're going to show you a picture of a woman and choose the word that means profession or career. Right. That's usually harder. 75% of the people who take that test find that harder and it takes them longer yes. to do it. And they will yes. show up as having a slight, moderate, or strong connection mm. between men in work and family at home and women in home. And obviously yeah. this has ramifications for women in the workplace, right? We kind of have this belief that men take their careers more seriously or kind of belong at work and women who have families their family is always going to be their top priority whereas yeah. a man his job is always going to be well, his top priority but can you say
1: that there's nothing to that i mean of course it, there's something it, to that you it's know, huge.
2: pattern recognition over the course of sure
3: there are classes you'll have to teach because but this is, you but, yeah. but you could come across a woman who is married to a stay at home dad
2: And she is the sole breadwinner for her family. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to make a joke about somebody who isn't married to a stay-at-home dad. Because on average, you're not a stay-at-home dad. I bet you... Sure. Well, come on, come yeah, I on. How many guys are they don't the
3: Well, I actually it's funny, more and more. You're talking about three percent? But I've but <laughs> I've met but I met a lot of women in, in the course of my work, right, who say, look, I am I'm a woman, I'm married to a stay-at-home dad. I have to remind people of that and stand yeah. on a soapbox and scream about it all the time yes. because I am the sole breadwinner. So don't tell me to go home so I can be with my children. The kids are fine, dad's home. I want to work, I need this promotion. I am the sole breadwinner right, for my yeah. family. So the idea is that, yeah, patterns do happen, yeah. but not everyone you meet is going to match up with your pattern. No, right? but ninety-five percent of them will.
2: <laughs> and I mean, in that case, so that you always regard. have to kind of be open to the idea that maybe this one won't. Right, but I'm not going to. I I don't want to be inhibited humor-wise. If we're making oh, wait, a no, joke, no, we're not talking about, about yeah. humor. No, and see, you know, i am just talking about IC. Yeah, I, I don't see.
3: work. I don't work with a lot of comedians. Till tonight, yeah, it's fun though. Right, go. We'll say whatever. I'm just you know. <laughs> yeah, so you know, but when I'm, this is another thing
2: that you
0: teach, that would that would be in like a seminar of implicit bias. Yeah,
3: yeah. This idea that you know you have your you have your automatic brain. It's gonna, you know, tell you shit. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just—it's yes. a reflection of the world that you live in. But when you're making really important decisions, that you have the time to take, that can really affect somebody else's right, career, right, right. you
1: need to slow down a little oh, bit 100%. and not just, yes, you know. And that's course. all we're saying. That's of all we're saying when we do. And that's yeah. what. Well, you know, how might you? But you know, you run into a situation. Now, I don't know what this woman at Starbucks, the manager, was thinking when she threw these two guys out. Um, uh, it does sound like it was it ra- race, like really racially motivated, yeah. but you know I okay, can't I read her mind. But 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 it could be that she's just—it's possible she's a racist. Now what, Thank we're, ta- you, Dan what we're talking about—you're <laughs> talking Edmund. about implicit bias. Yep. But ra- just racism is is, is a whole other thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah so Erica, that, that's a lot harder to, to cure.
3: Yeah. Well, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. as Starbucks will say, she is no longer with the company. Hmm. So, you know, that, that's the way you cure it from Starbucks' oh, angle, as you say. you're out. Well, I,
1: again, and I want to say that I don't know, you know, what, it could be this woman throws everybody out. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know that. She could be. But it's you know. weird,
0: because it's, it's like, how many timid white women are you going to have to teach? Because I just watched this clip about this student at Yale. Yep. She fell asleep in her, uh, in her like, the living room in the dorm. Uh-huh. And, and the girl called the cops, and just instead of waking up, telling her to go back. And then the cops, sh- let's see your ID. Showed them the ID, unlocked her own door. They still gave a shit because yeah. she was a black student. Yeah, again. and she so, fell
3: asleep in a in a in a
0: in a public dorm space. So how do we heal that? How do we get them to think with their other mind instead of that automatic bullshit? Because that's, <laughs> that's well, the automatic brain is going to work yeah. no matter what.
3: The point is is that you, you can mitigate. You, you can mitigate for that, yeah, right? You yeah. can just you just have to think about it. And you, and one of the questions is if you are tempted to call the cops because someone fell asleep in a dorm room or is sitting at a at a table in Starbucks. Maybe just ask yourself, okay, what if this person was a woman? What if this person was white? What if, what if, what if? And if the answer is, no matter what, whatever they're doing is just flat-up wrong, That I would call right. the cops, then I guess you call the cops. Yeah. But if the answer is, no, I probably, you know, I might have a different yeah, feeling yeah, about it. But I mean, here's what I'm reacting to. Yeah. Then
1: you just question
3: yourself. It yeah. seems
1: to me a fairly, I think Starbucks, if that's all it is, I think their, their day that they're taking, I think it's too much. Just five minutes. Here's what you do. You <laughs> well, see, you see that. somebody yeah. that's of color, which is mostly what we're talking about, right? The Asians pretty much no one's. Am it's I true. Right? You I mean, know that's 100% not. true. Is there any bias training we need with regard to Asians? It seems yeah. like they're cool.
3: Well, you know, it's funny. In corporate America, yeah, you do, because a lot of times people assume that Asians are not, quote, unquote, go-getters. That they're not, I've never you know, heard that. they're not like super, like ambitious or you know, gregarious or you can't, you know, they're. they're I've the, never I, heard that. I've always stereotype. associated
2: them with not with 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 going after things. I've associated with having immigrant parents that uh-huh. make sure they show up and work hard, hard workers, and but statistically, not necessarily they're doing better than white people in America. Yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: and that's because there's a culture there that says, yeah, you will go to school, correct? And you will go to you know, cultural, you'll do this yes. and stuff. Um, and you know but it's more of that kind of visible gregarious extroverted who are we going to put out there and stand up in front of the whole company and get everyone riled up about this new you know project we're doing
2: not me well and (laughs) and
3: you know sometimes Asians have a hard time kind of breaking into that because the cultural stereotype is they're quiet yes they you know they work hard but they sit at their desk and they're very studious and they're not very quote-unquote outgoing yes you know and and that's just you know you're right I mean the the stereotypes I think that that black people and Latino people face in this country are harsher it's a, it's a tougher, it's a tougher hill. Um, but you know, just about every kind of difference you can name, yeah. there are some stereotypes that kind of get associated with that, and some assumptions that people will make.
2: Right, but some of those stereotypes will will will, will inhibit you from achieving certain types of things in the world, whereas some are just sort of cultural. Where if if, if for an Asian person, it's not going to stop them from getting a, a job in most. Context yeah. in most scenarios. Yeah. Whereas a black or Puerto Rican dude, that could hurt them in a way that's much more immediate. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: it's it's there's the there's this study that came out of MIT, right, where they sent out these identical resumes to companies that said, we want diversity. We want more, you know, people yeah. of color working at our at our organization. Mm-hmm. And they sent them identical resumes with the names on the top, Emily, Greg, Lakeisha, and Jamal. Okay. Yeah. Emily and Greg got a whole lot of crest for interviews, and Lakeisha yeah. and Jamal but, ended up but, on a then, whole but, lot of reject piles based yeah. on a name.
1: I well, mean, now, everything but, else on that resume was the same. But that may not be color bias as much as Lakeisha bias. Yeah, there's some In bias. other bias. words, no, uh, is culturally, definitely. a woman named Lakeisha, we might associate with uh, a certain uh, socioeconomic background. Where, sure. Whereas yep. If, yep. if it was, a, say, an African name, like Kwame or... Something... or something yeah, cool that foreign. Didn't, something that yeah. didn't connote uh, ghetto. Ghetto. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, then, but yeah, here's the but, thing. No, but I L'A-Kisha know genius Lakeishas. And, yeah. and that's well, the fucked up part. Yeah. yeah there may well you. be Gen- Gen- genius Lakeishas, but, right. but uh, I actually never met a Lakeisha. <laughs> 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 Sounds like, like Sounds like a yeah, made up. Yeah, I know
0: many wonderful Lakeishas. F- that's
1: like a dog named Rover. It's like a stereotypical name, but I've never seen one. I meet.
3: Yeah. I have never yeah. met a dog named Rover, but I know some Lakeishas, too. Okay. The uh, point
1: and, and and, you know, is, is they might be being educated, prejudiced against women. the sure. name
3: Lakeisha. But whatever it is... Uh, Lakeisha had the exact same resume, same school, same yeah. degree, and same grade point average, Eric, yeah. same everything. Yeah. And and this and this company said, We want diversity. We're looking for people. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. even in that initial scan, you see a name like Emily or Greg, you make up a story about them, mm-hmm. right? The automatic brain just goes, Okay, ding, this is who this person is. They came right off the side of the Brady bunch and they're gonna come to work. Yeah. Or you get a Lakeisha or a Jamal. And you say, mm, maybe not going to... Mm, and, you know, with all of these... These these resumes probably were not describing a superstar. Because, believe me, if Lakeisha went to Yale and was summa cum laude and valedictorian of her class, they would hire her so damn fast. Yes. You know, but if Lakeisha just went to a state school, got a degree, worked hard, doing her thing... Emily's going to do the exact same thing and have a much easier time getting a job. In the words of Chris Will. Rock,
0: black people have to fly to what white people can walk to. And there you go. So therefore, I understand. I get it.
3: Yeah, and that's and that's part of what like me and people like me were trying to kind of do our bit to
1: kind of fix. All that right, there. so let's assume that somebody has these implicit biases and they're irrational. And how then would you go about curing them? But oh. he heal the world, Eric. Heal <laughs> <Well, but laughs> so yeah, I mean, it. I know, but you're really talking about discretion. You're trying to you're
2: trying to teach people discretion, to yeah. make a distinction between somebody who is who, if they feel threatened, they have to remember that that <clears throat> to to make an assessment about the individual, because if you just go on color, just then everybody's calling the cops. The thing. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Um, but at the same time, we can't get so frightened that we do make a distinction about danger, regardless of what color the danger is coming from, right? Danger is danger,
3: right? Yeah. But well, the idea, but, but Stefan Clark was not gonna—it was not endangering anybody walking around his grandma's backyard. Oh, no, let's let's talk about part.
1: this in the I think we need to yeah. distinguish between uh, cops who don't have much time to make decisions, sure, and corporate Burry people <laughs> that have a lot of time to make decisions. On the one, we we could excuse perhaps. In certain cases, people making decisions based on um, incomplete information if they don't have a lot of time. If you're walking down the street and you see some guy that looks menacing to you and you want to cross the street, yep. you know, uh, that that's a different situation. Yeah, so the first then, thing that has got a stack of resumes that has a bit of time to really get to know each uh, applicant.
3: Okay, so two things. you know one yes Would You agree with
1: that you Derek d- Gaines?
3: that Yes okay so so you know cops have a different kind of job and they and, and they have to make a different kind of decision. What I tell people all the time is the best thing you can do if you think that bias might be getting in the way yeah. is just slow down right. slow your thinking down. Yeah. Now cops don't always have that time but to, but to my earlier point they are cops they signed up for this job and their job is to protect and serve the citizenry, not shoot unarmed black people because they felt scared you know I mean that's just it's it, at some point that's got to be not okay.
0: That that cor- that happens, of course, right? it's, it's not okay. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but how's these classes going to change that? It's been it's going on. Yeah. Well, with with it's cops, I think the answer on. is yeah.
3: It's it's when it's when they get in, when they join the force, they have to. It's part of their training. When they learn how to discharge a weapon, they also learn. Here are the five things you need to be very, very clear of before that weapon gets dis. You know, and we're not necessarily giving that. We've got military-grade weaponry with these cops, and not military. training. Unfortunately,
1: you might be asking too much. You know, we need X number of cops. You're, you're talking about hiring people with almost superhuman, yeah, uh, calmness and superhuman, yeah, yeah, abilities then, to make decisions under pressure. We and we got to fill these cops, police departments.
3: Then we- maybe cops don't need AK-47s.
1: Well, I don't think right? they have ak K forty. Well, or, or nobody's getting shot military, by ak well, no, no. well, a military
3: grade weaponry sometimes we're having, you know. And, no, and that's really,
2: not. No, they're well, getting shot with pistols. I've never heard of pistols. a cop pulling out a machine gun shooting anybody.
0: I've no, never no, even but, heard you know, a those single are the, story. Uh, those are crazy white boys that just be shooting up churches. Well, you know, and stuff, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, where did they get I mean, that from? I don't know where they get the AR-15s you from. It but from cops are usually just—I
3: mean, I've a- seen pictures of cops, you know, with tanks. When when Ferguson was going yeah. on, there was just like some some okay, serious. The, the, I kind get of that crazy because it was stuff. a riot after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but
2: on average, cops are not shooting anybody with AK-47s.
3: You know, percent. and but a lot of cops used to walk around with the billy club. And I'm not yes. saying that we can go back to that necessarily. But you know, if you're going to have the weapon, then you need to have the training. And and if we don't yeah. have if we don't have the time or the expense to do it, then that's where money needs to go well, because people are dying. The nightsticks. The
1: nightsticks. But I'd rather turn the conversation more sure. Sure. toward the corporate context, yeah, which I the think corporate is, more, thing, is more realistic, realistic that yeah. we can do something about it. Yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, I think we've
3: got to do something about both. But, yes, I, I tend to work in the corporate sphere. And there, you know, you say, yeah, someone's got a stack of resumes. They've got more time. They might not think that because <laughs> they we're all just working like this. And so it's it's to take the time and, and to kind of tell corporations what I'll tell people who have – access to kind of levers of power is you've got to give people the time to make these decisions right. well. You I have a
1: question. Yeah, sorry. And it's for Derek. I don't, I don't think my microphone's working.
0: Go ahead,
3: I got, can hear you. I, Steve. Can, Steve. I, I can hear, hear you. you okay. I got I you 10 four. Uh, d- Derek, two-part question. Number one, have you ever,
1: do you think, missed out on an opportunity in comedy because you're black? And number two, do you think that that's a widespread com- problem in comedy in general? <laughs> uh,
0: well, have I missed out on an opportunity... Small opportunities, like little clubs in racist towns, that I didn't get to play. But on the big end, nah, I I did. I did this because you can be the most diverse in this shit. So I don't think I lost. But I think maybe content does does make a Booker judge what he puts in his club on a Friday and Saturday night because there's some like because the whole thing is, are you a Def Jam style comic? Or are you a Comedy right, Central style, right? Comedy? Right, and that's yeah. what they ask you. And I've gotten that. And maybe that's and if I go, well, I've done the such and such and such and such clubs automatically, and the black clubs in different black cities. He's gonna go, oh, you're a Def Jam type. Well, I'm not gonna do it. But it, and you could be funny as shit. You can kill. You can eat the host lunch and the features lunch, and yeah. they'll but, be like, but What's still.
1: But they have a right to decide which style of comedy they want, and they can. You so know. you
0: you kind of kind of just gotta take that on the chin and just keep moving, and go. Ah, maybe I don't want to play. Anymore,
2: they have that a bit in like what, white comedy culture. Where They have like those alt alt guys. Everybody's wearing New Balance sneakers, yeah, yeah, you know. And, <laughs> and, and then you and have shit. like Andrew Dice. There's more streety. Like yeah. there's range, you know. I feel there's like. range, but, see, but when you come in black, you really gotta.
0: You should. Yeah. I'm telling you, You should write. I never had a problem writing good jokes, so that's why I've, I think I've got a little further in the club scene. But they but they do go. Are you a Def Jam style comic, hmm?
2: or can you do mainstream? But also the kids, they, 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 they know they know they demographic if you write and you're funny it's yeah. more likely it's going to work out okay yeah. of course you're going to get a booker who won't you yeah. know do whatever at one point but if you're funny and you're not just jumping around cursing at people yeah. whether you're white black You've or gotta in between you got to have tween, some content you, yeah have some yeah.
1: content i would say i mean stand up comedy which uh, eric maybe you're not familiar with our world but <laughs> i mean you want diversity baby you got it <laughs> <laughs> we got everything here we got chicks that look like dudes we got oh here we, we go black dudes and white dudes, uh, dudes and we got a dude, there's, a, there's this Josh a, Blue guy. But you know, a lot of this pattern recognition, we, we got
0: a few
2: girls, we got
1: everything and... Uh, but what do we do with pattern recognition? That's just generally
2: the case, right? Wait, wait, listen, if you assume that the average white person can't dance, you assume well. That's generally well, the case.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
0: It's true. Well, I, I know, know a few but, white people that can dance, well, though, but it's I very know, rare. but it's yeah, are yeah, not the majority. Listen, I know, yeah. Yeah, well, precisely.
1: No, I, I Jeremy Lin could play some ball. It doesn't mean the average Asian dude's getting into the NBA. Exactly. Eric, <laughs> Eric, I think would agree with you, I think. But what he's saying is, if you have the time, and typically you do, right. to make a more informed decision, right. you must then get more information you you may you may be right this is a statistically tough one. yeah there's a, book, but but there a sure typically question? typically people sure see yeah.
3: what they expect to see sometimes more so than confirmation what's there. bias exactly. is the word for exactly, that exactly exactly yeah. right so so if you have this belief that absolutely no white people can dance you could be staring at a white person who's a really good dancer yeah, and not you don't see, them see a good, good. dancer yeah, because that's, that's that's been formed in your head already. Oh, How right. many
1: Jewish girls did Dove not take home because he felt he wouldn't get a blowjob and and, and and he lost that? <laughs> that was a good joke. Thank you. Um, Anyhow. Jewish women uh,
2: are very passionate. That's one thing I will say. I'm
1: trying to think. Very passionate. Derek, I, it sounds to me the like you, you grew you've grew been with, with a few Jewish like women, women. and I I applaud you. Thank you, man. I, I, it's New York City. You know, I say... <laughs> they're not that. biased I'm either. saying I, I'm not I don't I'm yeah. not that doesn't bother me now um. Um, so, so I do want to talk about okay so, so Dove's point is is that well maybe sometimes statistics not are correct sometimes. maybe, A the, the, maybe the average Asian is, is more uh, less uh, uh, extroverted for example
2: I, I used to go to a boxing gym and the, the black trainer, little young black kids would come in and he would tell them to pick their pants up. It was a black guy. Uh-huh. And his point was he was communicating to them the value of being seen as somebody who isn't walking in like that. And if we do that, then you're communicating. I also noticed too, all of this, it's not color, it's culture. I noticed Jamaican guys looking at American black guys and, and Nigerian black guys looking at American black guys differently. Nigerian black guys often have a perspective about American black people, like they're not working hard enough. Oh, of course, right? I know that. And yeah. so, what, but what, on the average, white people in this country don't. Really, they're, put, they're putting, I think, black into a box. There are a number of different kinds of black people. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so, it's. I just, I would like it to be more a part of the national conversation that it isn't always about the color; it's the culture. And if we can get that ingrained, then you're less likely to make sort of snap judgments well, good about people.
0: Luck. That is beautiful. Yeah, but no, it's hard Jesus to do.
3: Christ. Yeah, but no, I mean, these are all big questions, right? We're not trying to do something easy. But what you would know, you tell yeah.
1: your corporate clients, uh, say, in the, is, is the hiring? What, what do you deal mostly in, customer relations or, or hiring or both?
3: I would say I, I spend most of my time with what I call talent management, right? So everything from who to interview to who to hire to who to bring on, who to promote, uh, how we write performance assessments, you know, who's getting mentored, who's getting kind of pushed up the corporate ladder, all the ways that we kind of manage people and their careers from the day you get a call to interview to your last day at the company.
2: Um, that's the majority of the kind of things that, that I'll talk about. Eric, when you see a guy in an affliction shirt, you're not What's thinking, an affliction shirt. You know those big loud and affliction shirt, It's, it's like it's a brand. It's, yeah. But, like, yeah, there'll be, like, some, like, I grew up around a lot of white trash, and so there's a way a white trash dude looks when he gets dressed up (laughs) to go out. I know that fucking look, and and I'm going to make a snap judgment every time. (laughs) Now, it it may be that this is the one individual who's gotten heavy into Latin philosophy, but for the most part, it's a guy (laughs) from Jersey with a specific view set, and no matter how much fucking training I get, I know what goes on in that community. And that's the way that, and, and so at some point I just go, come on, some of this is just common sense shit. Yeah, you can't look at people because of their color. You have to look at the way they're behaving and speak to them and then make a decision. And so we also have to be able to do that regardless of what color you are. That is a mature
1: mindset. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Not everybody's as mature yeah. as you that's are so when, when they're yeah, in right. I don't right. think Eric would deny that there's certain clues that you might especially in a, in a No in a, Eric
2: was thinking he'd be thinking white trash but he wouldn't say it out loud. I <laughs> uh, yeah that would
3: be that would be a career limiting move for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, yeah. you got to, to... Yeah, yeah. Like, I got I got to probably you know
0: use use different you challenged. So yeah cuz you you know people
2: you you this is sociology to the fucking core right yeah. here. so you know but I gotta tell some oh, of these people unless I tell some of those it. white trash dudes I grew up with how other people see you. The reason that boxing trainer was telling these kids to pull up your pants and behave in a certain way isn't because he's racist, it's because he knows they have a better shot at a job later yeah, in life. Yeah. yeah,
3: you know, I was teaching a woman yesterday and we were talking about you know. But this, we don't this talk whole...
2: about that. That isn't part of the national consciousness. Yeah. The... We just hear all the touchy racial shit without talking about the cultural component. And you know, well, sure. And uh, my
3: okay. So like, if you couldn't tell uh, already, uh, those of you out there uh, in in radio land, I am a white dude. Um, I am probably not going to be the one to say, "Hey, you pull up your pants." Hmm. No, that's not no, really. Of that's, that's, not. that's 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 me getting out of my lane. No, no. But you can right?
2: you can have the conversation with black leaders or with Puerto Rico, whoever you have to have conversations with. Just like. The, the, do you, have you read the book Hillbilly Elegy You know If we could break this down And stop making it about So much About mm-hmm. uh, About color the Hillbilly Elegy Is a dude the group In West Virginia he Ended up going to Yale He had some Other yep. grandmother That was an influence Or whatever And he talked about The lies We all tell ourselves These guys with Oxycontin habits Talking about how They want to work hard But there are no jobs All white people He's talking about yeah. In West Virginia Toothless Because they're growing up On Mountain you Dew do. And nobody's yeah. fucking Doing anything yep. about it But we're not supposed To say listen there are some components to white trash culture that are very unhealthy, are going to lead to a lot of failure. Tell it to every group. The only people not having this problem are in this country are, a- are the Asian children of immigrant. You know, these these immigrants that come over with this ready-made mindset. But there's a lot. I feel like a lot's not well, being uh, said. Uh, and well, your to points say are valid, it. You're Doug, fucking but, ain't right. My points but, are valid. Eric is
1: not in that business. <laughs> Derek, what, did you, what would Eric you say to that? Eric is in the business of 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 uh, another day. Yeah, I get them by the <laughs> I
3: get them by the time they're out of college and they've already got their job working yeah, in their cubicle with their right, laptop. Yeah, you right, know, nice. so that's it's, already, it's a little it's a little different. But I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying.
0: Oh, yeah, you um, gotta you going back. You gotta you like you digging back to make it better. For, like they already in their head, they got they have they have me seen already. Mm-hmm. Like when I was 13, I was already considered a super predator. You see, what I'm saying Hillary Clinton called us black 13 year olds, 12 year olds, anybody. Yep. Super predator. So it's like, wow. I'm corporately, what the fuck you gonna do? But to really try to change this, I want to. That's a. You're gonna be working the rest of your goddamn life. Oh, it'll go beyond
3: me. I mean, yeah, I, th- this right, this work right. will outlive me. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it, there's there's this, and it can feel pretty hopeless. What would sometimes, you say? I want
1: to know what you would say if you were involved. And I know they didn't invite you. I think it was an oversight on their part. The Starbucks uh, people. <laughs> I think it was an oversight on their part. <laughs> <invited Starbucks>. you, <laughs> they're not getting the best. They're not getting and the best. Not, it and could and have that's been why you. they're still gonna be throwing out black yeah. people. Am out. I the best? Let's say yes. You're pretty Let's, good. But yeah. If yeah. At You're the best. If Starbucks had invited you in to clean up the clean up this town. Down and 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 to make sure that something that like what happened uh where was it in Philly Philly what yep. happened in Philly to make sure it's your job tough. make sure this doesn't happen again you go in there and what do you say and do well, yeah. you
3: know, you, you you start off by saying, look, every action that you take while you are wearing that green apron, you take on behalf of the company. And this is what the company expects. And I yeah. think that's what they're probably going to end up doing, really, in this two-hour thing, is just by shutting down and making everyone experience something. And everyone now who is a Starbucks employee on May 29th, 2018, is going to be able to look at each other and say, remember when we had to do that thing and we had to listen to Eric Holder talk about, you know, yeah. what." Yeah. they're going to remember that, you know. And so it is kind of a, a statement not only for the folks inside, but they also had to do something pretty visible yeah. to react. They didn't have to, but they did. I think, you know, so that's they, they decided to take it seriously and say, we're going to do something big, visible. The optics of it were really, really terrible, so they're doing but whatever what would they're talking what would you say to that God manager? What would I'm you say to that manager? If you me, wanted
1: yeah. to make sure that manager, say you felt she was rehabilitatable, Okay. <laughs> and you wanted to make sure she didn't do that again, What? how would you... Uh, how
3: would you go about it i mean i would probably with if i had a chance to talk to her i would sit her down and say what were you thinking like what were and not not in a in accusatory way, kind of well, mean but really like right, truly what, what was what was thinking? going on in yeah. your mind what made you yeah. think that calling the cops a whole was cops. a you know was a was a logical next step uh, right, for two yeah. people who were just sitting down yeah, not hurting extreme. Did w- you see the video? I mean the woman who is who is taking the, the whole thing on her camera, which is how we know about this, right? There right. was this white girl who was sitting in Starbucks, pulled out her phone, started recording the whole that thing. Alliance. She and everyone around them were, were telling the cops they weren't doing anything. Like what are you I
2: doing? Uh, they uh, weren't uh, uh, doing is it anything. So this chick is she's just bad. Well, it's not it, a reasonable situation. I mean you know is it
1: possible that she had a conversation with these two men. She said, bathrooms are for customers only, and they maybe they said to her just under their breath, fuck you. Yeah, you know, for example. Maybe possible. And nobody heard it because it was under their breath. And she's like, you know what? In that case, you would agree that they have to go. I, well, I think that if they would have come that, out in
2: this story, though. that's I That would have came yeah, out. Exactly. If that happened, then it seems reasonable. If somebody says, hey, fuck you. I'd say you get you're out. I don't yeah, care what color that, you and are, and that might be something. Yeah, and, and that's
3: the thing that if, if that happened and it was two you know two white guys doing the exact same thing, absolutely,
0: then Throw you would out. do the,
3: yeah. That you if that's a if that's a line, you know, yeah. I, I'm not here to tell you where the line is, but you know, um, where wherever that that comes across, then you do what you do. Um, but it sounded like
1: this guy just
3: said very calmly, yes. I'm going to stick around and wait for my In friend. In this case,
1: it sounds like they over We have yeah. with us, uh, just arrived, Mr. Keith Robinson, a frequent guest on our show. The great, the late, and great Keith Robinson. he is chomping at the bit to say something. And knowing uh, Keith, it's gonna be he's going to be irascible when he starts talking. But, you know, we have so many of these stereotypes uh, uh, that,
2: that are also like, when you walk into a strip club and you see a girl on a pole, do
1: you think she had great parents? Uh, maybe. Maybe she did. Yeah, some of them just like to dance. Well, Dove, no, Dub. Some of them. <laughs> we get your point, Doug. There, there are certain stereotypes that might be true in certain situations, but ninety-nine percent of the we're time, we're dealing with we're, well, we're dealing and the with girls in porn. What do you think?
2: De- I want this girl teaching my daughter how to conduct we're, themselves. Get the
1: fuck I got out of here! It. We're dealing with people. <laughs> But but Eric's job is people that no, make I hasty understand. decisions. Eric's doing a great job. Yeah. Yes, you know, and it's an and, and again, job. I've
3: heard a couple of stories a couple. Yes. you know, this is a way that some girls work their way through college. Yeah, right? I know. You never you know? meet them though. So, <laughs> I keep
2: hearing the story. Well, never no, them. A- <laughs> well, are
3: they going to tell you the story after they get their college degree, are they going to run around saying, right. "Oh, and by the way, I, I danced around a pole for
2: you know"? I for have four years, met I went to high went school, school with a
1: number of them. I've met strippers, person, and person. and to a to a person, wonderful individuals, generous, lovely. They are wonderful people. I love life. When you meet them outside the strip club context. Mm -hmm. That strip Strippers have two modes. They're taking your money or they're giving you money. Yeah. Those are the two modes I've noticed. Yeah, they are
0: giving. I was
1: once treated to dinner by a prostitute. Video games. Off-duty prostitute. I I believe you. (laughs) I believe every (laughs) word you're saying. A lot of
4: strippers don't have a problem with saying that they were strippers. Correct. Like Cardi B was a stripper. Yeah. (laughs) And now she's making some money. We're talking about
2: pattern recognition. We're talking about how we're supposed to not... Judge people reflexively Because of one thing or another Implicit bias Well, Mm -hmm. what we're talking about Is taking the time
1: To get as much information as we can Right So so that we don't judge Off our first impression When we might have time And let me just be clear. You know what we teach
3: people all the time is that first impression is going to happen. Like it's going to happen. You you can't actually stop that. So we never. Yeah. So we never talk about erasing bias. And like I never say you're going to leave my class and you're not going to have biases anymore. Yes. Hopefully, what you will have are some tools to recognize when bias is getting in the way of you seeing the world objectively, and some ways to kind of slow down and rethink things so that the one person standing in front of you might not fit the stereotype. That, yeah, you might have yes. met 10 other people in your life that absolutely fit the stereotype, yes. but this one standing in front of you who wants a job might be exactly who you need absolutely. to hire. Absolutely,
2: Keith Robinson, well, you be. Every girl in porn is crazy. L- Go let's ahead, Keith. Uh, every single one. If
4: Kate. I'm coming down the street, <laughs> I'm from South Philly, right? Yep. Yeah. And South Philly back in the 70s very racist. It was real. It was a lot of just racism all over the place. So I'm walking down the street, right? And I see Six white guys walking towards me. Yep. Yeah. I'm automatically. That's right. Going to do something else.
2: Yep. That's right.
4: Because now they could be good guys. They
2: could be. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: But. And I would say, and
3: I would say to you, wanna if you want to cross the street, them. yeah, and if that's yeah. a, if that's something <laughs> to keep you physically safe. I would support you crossing the street and, and getting out of their way. And that's a bias, right? Yeah. That's- of course, sure, yeah. it's, a bias. Absolutely. it's a bias. It's the same yeah. thing that
2: white people do to black people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. when they have that. So there's whole this part thing. of your. I mean, I want
3: to get too black much into- have it much worse. I didn't come here to lecture about brain anatomy, <laughs> but there is this part of your brain called your amygdala that sits right on top yeah, of your yeah. brainstem, and it is the first thing that gets hit when you see anything. And its only okay. job is to kind of mitigate for threats, right? Yeah, that's how we evolve. So do when you're I, standing yeah, next exactly. to a tiger,
2: you go, I got to get the fuck out of exactly. here. Exactly.
3: Fight or flight kicks in, and yeah. then, you know, the adrenaline starts coursing, and all these things happen completely automatically. You know, so, yeah, you see that, those six white guys kind of walking towards you. You're in South Philly. You yeah. automatically think, this is not going to end well for me unless right, I yeah. cross the street and get myself out of here. And then you do that. Uh, and, you know, I think what we've been talking about this whole time is that the folks that I usually meet are the ones who are like, Hello, I'm here to interview you for a job, right? Okay. And so it's not so much am I? Phys- I mean, if you feel physically threatened by someone who shows up to you know interview for a job, then that's well, we, we have other way, things to talk
4: about. If I'm walking down the street and I see six black eyes walking me, I have the same response. <laughs> <to
0: listen. laughs> yeah, I'm across right, the street dude. as well. I'm going across right. the street even faster. Yeah, you know, so
3: I was raised in the Navy, right? So at one point, my dad was stationed in Scotland, and I was a teenager. I was 16 years old living in Scotland, and we had to fake Scottish accents that would fool Scottish people, because if they saw an American kid with an American accent walking around, they would beat you up as soon as look at you. There you go. And so, yeah, we were constantly, you know, kind of looking around and big eyes wide open and crossing the street and making sure that we were all together. You know, that's the other thing is that, you know, there aren't there. Are, there are less than four of us. So immediately, your amygdala
2: goes, yeah. You know, I need. I need to have some safety. I heard it. that black people often think that white people smell like wet dogs.
4: <laughs> no, that that that's when they're way, wet. When that's they're wet, right? In, in, that's some '70s <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's '70s.
2: That's a '70s thing. Yeah. You yeah, know, y'all yeah, don't use
0: moisturizers and soaps now, y'all. Yeah. don't smell. smell like that. Like a work. wet sheepdog. <laughs>
4: now, what no. you probably talk about more when you go to get get a job or yeah. something, so, something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's yeah, that's get a promotion or,
3: you know, who are we going to put on this big important project and, you know, who do we think is going to be successful, right? Uh, All those things about who are you going to mentor cuz who looks like they could run the company one day? Well, if your company's yeah. only ever been run by old white men, you're probably going to look for that. And the idea is, you know, maybe you should look beyond that.
1: But uh, but other than just saying look beyond it and and keep an open mind, what does your training consist of? Cuz again, I say it sounds to me like this could take just a couple minutes. Well, you say, you know, hey, everybody, you know, if your name is Lakeisha, don't snap the judgment. You know, yeah, investigate the, a little It's basically the John fir- Jamal test, Keith.
0: Well, it's like his name is John with you hire. his name is Jamal with your hiring what
1: other things can you do other than tell people to keep an open mind well
3: you could, you could instruct the people who are doing your hiring to take the names off the top of the resume so all you see is candidate A candidate B and candidate C so optimistic so that's well and a lot of companies do that right mm. so that's yeah, the that's, way that it sometimes happens yeah. so I mean there are other ways Just to mitigate for bias because again it's going to happen so what's yeah. the best thing for you to do you know most orchestras and symphonies right now when they audition players they do so behind this big blue screen right. they can't tell if they're male or female, black right or white, right all right, they yeah. hear is the music because yeah, that's, right. that's all they really care about. And they did it because, you know, originally, the way that you held your bow, you know, if you learned how to do yeah. it one way and somebody's doing it the other way, you're like, well, they're, yeah. that's a shitty player. Yeah. And they could be making beautiful music, but you can't hear it when you think they're doing it wrong. So they said, let's not bias. look, right? So then when they, they decided, well, let's put everyone behind a blue screen so we can't see their hands, guess what? They ended up hiring way more women, way more people yeah, of color. Yeah. And it became really obvious that they, yeah. were, they were discounting that a whole all of lot of really great musicians. You know where that
2: happened in basketball? Actually, the reverse. In Confirmation, the Undoing Project is a book about the guys who did yep. all the research for Confirmation Bias. Amos Tversky and uh, Daniel Kahneman, the... the a Prize winning economist, but they studied the guys that were getting picked up for the draft, and they overlooked this Jeremy Lin, and they looked at like the good deal they got on the guy, because he's yep. not the best player, but he was good. And what they realized is a lot of the scouts assumed, because he was Asian, he wouldn't be that quick. Yep. And then they tested him in the 40, and he wasn't, but his first step was as quick as the other black guys he was playing against. He ended up being a good player. But no, no, but they, <laughs> but they chose... <clears throat> They chose no, no. There. He won. He went. They drafted the black guys before. That's why they picked Lynn up so cheap at first. Yeah. it's the opposite of confirmation bias. Had they not looked at his skin color and just tested his first step, exactly, they would have picked him up in the, fr- yeah, early so in the draft. So it's, it's then it's
3: like, what do you look for, right? What's the data you need to? F- and so that's where you know when we get out of the classroom, we actually start talking to people about how do we make this better. It's like yeah. what what's the data that's important, and how can we get the data to be separate from right. whatever story your brain is making up mm-hmm. about the person well, in front now, of you?
4: Now, what do you do? Like what I said about me walking across the street and seeing this, and seeing six people and all that. What do you do with police officers? Yeah,
2: police that's are what he was saying be before. Trained yeah. differently. Yeah,
4: their mental has to be different than mine.
2: We
0: showing up sure. there before you got here. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
3: So I mean, I yes. and my thing is a lot of it's it's training, but it's also you know it's it's even there, you know. You're so Kahneman talked about yep. your fast brain and your slow brain, yep. right? So when I talk about automatic and deliberate, Absolutely. same thing, totally. same thing, right? Totally. So so you can use your slow brain in a fast paced situation. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of training. Mm. It wears you out. So honestly, one of the things when I dealt with cops, you know, uh, last year, I said so. 20% more glucose and oxygen is needed for your slow brain. So you're not allowed to go on a diet oh, when wow. you've got, like seriously, you need wow. to eat. Like you, you. if you're going to be on a 12 hour shift, yeah. you got to get some sleep. Like yeah. seriously, these are some things that can really stop you from being able to use this higher level functionings yeah. in your brain. Um,
4: Do you think that's all it is?
3: No, I don't think that's all. It is, but that's certainly part of it. But the idea is that you know you have to be thinking critically when. And, and to me, that it's the Tamir Rice story that is like just the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard. Right? Two seconds before they got a call, they said there's a black guy in the park with a gun. Right. They show up, and it's a 12 year old kid with a toy gun. Yeah, yeah. And two seconds after the cop car stopped, they had shot this kid dead. Right. That to me is like that we. Th- our society cannot ever put up with that. That cannot
0: be okay. Right, but um, how, what do we do? What do we do? do we we do? do,
3: you know, but part of it because is... that's you,
0: more than absolute Yeah, and deliberate. That's a that tough it one. It feels like racism. If you're the it, least racist yeah.
2: person in the world, but you're policing a black community uh-huh. where there's a lot of crime and violence, yep. how are you not going to have an inflection point where you come up against something? I mean, I I wish that we all had tremendous discretion. Yeah. But under pressure, how do you pick that up like that? It's, it's, it's not that's
3: easy. F- it is not easy. <laughs> I mean. And I'm not here to tell you that there's an easy fix. Well, right. being,
4: being a black man from a the, the hood area,
2: those, close the to that Mike
4: The cops that I know, they didn't care what age you are, They just looked at you automatically, yeah. black and in trouble. Mm-hmm,
2: so they never right.
4: they never read a stat. They just walked around with an right. attitude. Yeah. Because you're in that neighborhood, they look at you as right. already a criminal. Yeah, that's tough. Well, and that's when you see...
3: So I've seen, like, a couple of viral videos, right? I'm not saying this is the entire answer by any stretch, but right. I've seen a couple of these videos that go on Facebook where you've got, like, this white cop who's doing, like, double Dutch with some black girls <laughs> on the corner, and, you know, and it's heartwarming, and you're like... Oh. But actually, that's important, right? Getting to know the community that you're actually yeah, working yeah, not with. Not looking at
2: everybody like a... You first know, of
3: all, for the carp. cop, it humanizes all of those people so they start to see them as human beings and right. not as this, you know trouble waiting to happen. We're
0: going to mean going to need 60 more of those videos every month. Yes. sure, but, and, well we need yes. cops
3: to actually go do that, I, you know. And again, I don't want to demonize cops. That's not yeah, what I'm talking about yeah, because it's... we all do this and they've got a really tough job. Oh, we all do it. Yeah.
4: Cops have not been demonized. That's what I that's what I'm like hearing. I don't want to yeah. demonize cops. It's the black man that's being Demon. shot. that's
3: Sure. Being demonized. Yeah. No. So,
4: the cops need to, you know, uh, uh face some uh ramifications. Yeah for that. Because yeah, they the don't other get demonized.
3: That I th- I, that's the other thing I think would actually help is that the, the I mean, obviously the, the biggest tragedy in these stories is that people lose their lives, right? Yeah. The second yeah. biggest, you know, source of, I think, anger is when these cops get off. Yeah. Right? They, they, they're tried and they're just, they're let go and nothing, right. you know, now they lose their job and it might be tough for them to get another job, but we don't really hear about that. We do need to hold people accountable because if people went to jail for doing that, I think we probably would see fewer well, I th- black men, unarmed, I think you have innocent to make, men get shot.
1: I think you have to make a distinction between somebody that was scared and somebody that was thinking yeah. illogically versus somebody that's just a, pe- a bad person. And I think there's two different. Uh, yeah. Like you so, know, you might be able to help somebody with implicit bias or with with stereotypes mm-hmm. that they have, but if somebody's just an asshole and yeah. has a Nazi sure. tattoo. Uh, uh, you know, uh, and that your, your your course is not going to help that. It's going to change. Those let's let's put it in perspective. Look at Philando Castile.
0: Uh huh. He gave him all the credentials. He said everything. Yep. He told him he knew. He showed him his hands, the girlfriend, in the in the passenger seat, the baby in the back, and he still got shot. Yep. All well, that. And he that, gave him all the time in the yep. world to figure out if he's a. Uh, so this course is is a big picture, man. it. Yeah.
3: No. And and then whoever whoever shot Philando got off, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's, that's another big problem. Like, that, that should not have happened because that cop had every, you're right, every opportunity to rethink what was going on, engage what Kahneman would call your slow brain, yeah. you know, deliberate brain, whatever, yeah.
1: and really think it through it didn't seem and to totally fail. It didn't seem to me in, in watching that video that this was a man with hatred yeah, he made lunches it's for children. It's, 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 no, I'm talking about the cop. Oh, yeah, No, man. Philando yeah. seemed like a great guy, but I'm yeah. talking about the cop just seemed like a guy who fucked up bad and knew it. Mm. And and sometimes people fuck up really, really bad, <clears throat> but that's not because they're evil people. It's no, because they uh, thought that they were in danger and they may have, they totally uh, fucked w- up that. Wait a minute,
4: you got to think about this. There's a little four year old girl in the back of the car.
2: Yeah, she, Was, she saw all of Is it.
4: this guy going to have a shootout with his daughter in yes, the car? Yes.
2: I don't know. I, I, the, I don't know the specific. Well, you
1: have to think. You have to think, but I'm saying it's, it's, you got to distinguish between a guy who's a piece of shit person yeah, that's looking to I kill somebody I, and a guy that fucked up in a major, major way. And
3: I would argue, I, I would argue that holding that guy accountable is going to prevent the next one from happening, even if that guy, you know, we, I can have sympathy for him. You're right. I can say, you know, wow, you really fucked up. But you know what? Sometimes when people fuck up, they go to jail. You got
1: to go to jail, bro. Right?
0: I. Die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a
1: separate question, but I do think it's it's worth distinguishing between a bad human being and a guy that sure. I mean, up a really bad b- human being. Yeah, yeah.
3: I can't, you know, my There's implicit you bias can do stuff. is that. not going to touch that, you know. It's just, it's just not going to. But the lines um, are blurry now, and when they that blurry, it's yeah. like, is this course really going to? Yeah, going to cut through that fog. So what I always tell people is like, look, I'm not here to tell you what your values are, yeah. but I'm here to say that sometimes bias can have you engage in behaviors that are not aligned with your values. Right. So if you're a good person and you don't want, you know, women to, you know, be held back. If you don't want people of color to be held back, you really do believe that, but your behaviors are not always in line with that. Here's how to fix that. If your values are such that you just, you know, you really believe that like, okay, I you know, you're out there saying I'm a white straight, you know, man, and everyone else who succeeds is less room for me. So fuck them all. I don't care. Right. I can't do much with you. Right. Right. You know? Then, then you're just, uh, you
2: just pretty that much deal Isn't that the thing
3: anyway?
4: Yeah. Isn't that the thing that money is gonna make that you know? Yeah. It's uh, like, like is over time. Always, it's hard. You're not gonna stop money from interfering with how you you know. I don't want him getting more than me.
3: Yeah, but the but people who run organizations organizations that are made up of a whole bunch of diverse people who get along and that's a big caveat, right? Who get along. So that's the other thing about building a culture where people will can disagree and still get along, they make more money. Yeah. You know, so if right. you're running a company and you're looking and saying, you know, okay, everyone who who's coming in is pretty diverse, but once you get three levels up in the company they all kinda look like me, yeah. guarantee that company is making less money. Than their competitor who's figured out how to do it right. Right. So it's right, not just right. well, a can moral argument. Right? Yeah.
2: You could make a capitalistic argument for yeah, it. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you could, I mean, I could probably do the same thing with comedy, right? I mean, if you've got, you know, a lineup that is constantly able bodied, white, straight guys, night after night, they all might be really funny. But I tell you what, you put up, you know, somebody. You, oh, Hollywood's looking for funny women. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. You know, all of Pretty a sudden, true. Amy Schumer or Kathy Griffin show up. You've got a whole yeah. completely different audience, right? Sure, You they know, do. all the gay guys show up and they will order top shelf vodka and they'll yes. pay for it. So there's money in the bank there. And then yes. everyone else who's, who's listening to everyone, they'll have a night off or they'll go do something else fun. You know, yes. the more diverse your lineup is, if they're funny, if they're funny, you know, big if. But if you get a, a diverse lineup of funny people, is gonna make any comedy club a lot more money than yeah. a lineup of funny people who all look the same. Okay, that, that
1: will work in comedy because people want to see different viewpoints, but will that work in coding in Silicon Valley? I mean, you won't make yeah. more money automatically because you have a diverse group of coders at Google. Mm. When
3: you start getting to the, the people who make decisions, the people who like actually start to invent the code, a diverse group of people sitting around trying to figure this out, who have different viewpoints and different backgrounds, again, if they get along, right, if we can make sure that that's a culture they will all work together, they will be more creative and innovative than a whole bunch of people who all went to the and same how, school. How did, now same.
1: how do you define diversity? Because you say different viewpoints are key. But of course, I could, you know, I, I grew up with uh, people of color that had were similarly socioeconomic uh, background than I was, and yet a white person from uh, Appalachia. Uh, might have... A, is that considered diversity? Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, really diversity... When it, when it comes to the money
3: argument, diversity is all about having a different point of view.
1: Now, and different point of view is more socioeconomic, probably, than, than color.
3: In a lot of ways. But you know what? I just met Derek. We've had very different lives. I can tell. Like, that's just... It's just obvious, right? Yeah, I mean, do. it's just like, you know, we've had very different experiences. So but right away, there's a way to kind of say, yeah, there's diversity here. If there was somebody who looked exactly but
1: like that's me... that's not because Derek is black. That's because... Derek, uh, you know, has a certain uh, <clears throat> um, way about him that, uh, well, you know, he. Where'd you grow up, Derek?
0: I grew up in uh, South Jersey, Philly Jersey. South Jersey.
1: Philly, yeah, uh, uh, the suburb suburbs. Kid. But I'm, I'm from the th- suburbs. from the suburbs. Suburb. Okay, so yeah. I'm I, suburban. I, uh, yeah. My my implicit bias shown through, like a like a. Not the hood. Uh, my
0: parents are engineers. Yep. You know, went to went to a real cool Jewish school, K to eight. Uh, bad high and school. And I'm not saying get completely different lives. Yeah. We
3: speak the same language. We've got to, you know.
0: But yeah. but there are but things if they that they see me. If so, if cops come here and see me and see you, uh huh. I'm the one going to jail. Yeah, you
3: yeah. know, and that's and that's something that is always on your mind that is not on mine, and yeah. that will actually but show up. But in, in that's the cops' cop.
2: mind, if the co- if every time the cop had a <laughs> run in. If you're in a black neighborhood, the, also the problem is that black people are killing black people at a much higher rate Big than rate. the cops I are th- killing black th- I'll people. I'll give you that, Doc. Th- yeah. I will give you that. Especially in Chicago. Here's,
4: here's what we got to understand.
2: Hit black the mic, people if you are please. killing
4: black, other black people, but it's all proximity. White people are killing other white people. That's true, too. That's also Not, a, true. A, a, not at a much lower rate. No, I no. can prove at, that mathematically. At, at it's a much eight, lower rate. At 84%. That's a high rate.
2: What's 84%?
4: White people killing white people. What do you really? Mean?
3: 84% yes. of white
0: people are killing white people. No, what
3: 84% of white people who get shot, get shot by
0: another white oh, yeah Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, There
0: you go. But
2: it's just it's a small, a, well, a small number of white people killing white people. 84% or not. Which has
3: to do with a lot of socioeconomic stuff. Economic justice and all that kind of stuff, too. If we
4: start looking at the numbers, sometimes the numbers can be scary because yeah, sure. that's, everything is proximity. But if I, if I may say, uh, if, if I may try to speak yeah. for Eric, even yeah. where
1: the numbers demonstrate differences, for yep. example, say maybe the average Asian is. Quieter Asian and people are not
2: shooting one another in the street,
1: well, but we'll it's not be, be that aspect. as it may,
2: yeah.
4: Are, yeah I'm you hiring Asian no, people, not no, 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 Do you see that? Do you, get you get see that?
2: Clint Eastwood movie about the Hmong, yeah, the Mong, yeah, you know, so they're a little, yeah, but that's the Hmong, they're out there. But, p- you, but Eric is a, not you know.
1: saying that 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 these numbers are don't exist. Eric is saying if I'm looking yeah. to hire people, I see Eric. Uh, oh, I'm Derek not arguing James. any of that. I'm looking to move on from there. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, well we've got to hire well, the right yeah, people. Yeah. Well, but okay. Now speaking of Asians, I do want to bring up first of all, uh, Trump uh, nicks the Korea de- the uh, the uh, Iran deal, and I if no one were here, we would get into it. But it's, I just can't speak to that because I have no. Um, yeah, I wouldn't hear I'm about not, that. I mean, it's, too, it's too complex for me to get into.
2: Guy just brought up a subject then said, if Noam were here, we'd deal
1: with it and then <laughs> moved on. What <laughs> the fuck you bring it up for? Because I want... What about the Korean? Because the people listening <laughs> might Weirdo. want to know what we think about something huge in the news that just happened, and I'm telling you... Just you just told them that you're not going to give them... Tell them what you we'll think get about get to it, it. next I, week. Well, Tune oh, in next yes, week. Yes. But what it's worth, I do week. want to hear
0: Gnome's... It's very complex,
1: and I could be like a lot of people and just rant and rave and pick a side and get a lot of followers on YouTube. Like some of our late-night friends who don't know what they're talking about (laughs) that rant like idiots. (laughs) But I'm willing to acknowledge it's a very complex situation that I'm not qualified to speak to. I am qualified, however, to speak about (laughs) Cobra Kai, the new series on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube Red. Because I'm bringing it back to Asians. Uh, K- oh, K- oh, you bring back <laughs> the Asian. I'm bringing it back to Asian because in the series Cobra Kai, have you seen it? I have not. Okay, it's a it's a series that is like a, a um continuation of The Karate Kid, which I assume you've seen. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Cobra I saw that. Yeah, no, I saw it's that. It's the I, bully yeah, story. It is. I saw, the, I saw okay. a preview. Now, in this series. I went to go see the Avengers and I saw a preview. Which can this. be seen on YouTube <laughs> Let's go Red on. or YouTube Plus or whatever. YouTube what Even More fuck Space, fuck whatever is they he call talking it. About? I'm ca- talking about Cobra Kai, the series. I heard you're. Let Dan, Land the plane, Dan. I know you
0: go around. All right, around right so here we far. go. The right. flaps are Dan,
1: at 30 degrees. All right, land the <laughs> plane. Although neither of them are Asian, <laughs> <laughs> right, but keep I, on the right, Asian there. thing. Okay. There's you know, an Dan's Asian... a pilot. Dan's a no, pilot. Dan flies Cessnas. I have done oh, that's, so. That's yeah, I have a license. Well, that. I haven't used it in a while. Have a license. But in any case, <laughs> in this series, there's an Asian guy who plays a young Asian kid, like 70, whatever. He plays kind of the school popular kid slash bully. Okay. And I don't accept it. Of course not. It's bullshit. It's bullshit.
2: You know, he's the one Asian bully in his school. I don't say Asians can't be
1: bullies; they can. But so he's, to he's not, Asian.
4: Wait a minute. Go to Hong Kong. What do you think they're doing over
1: there? Yeah, but they only have Play other Asians. No, no, they're not but bullying I'm saying, black people. In an Asian in a school that's mostly white, the Asian guy is n- is not going to be the cool guy bully. Yeah, you're right. Well, it's progressive. It's progressive. I don't. I, yeah. don't, I even, It's I, science fiction. I, is I, is. I, I, I,
2: I have not, not seen me, the show, let so let I can't me, comment. Let me,
4: let me let me tell you something. Uh, Once yeah. again, South uh, Philadelphia. Okay. Yes. The Vietnamese. A lot of Vietnamese. Yeah. Vietnamese around there, right. There's a lot of Asian God. bullies. A lot of. But they weren't bullying Asian, black people. A lot of yeah, that too. They, they were a lot of Asian gangs that go. But wasn't yeah
1: but, th- but yeah, I understand that and you're correct but this guy if you still saw yeah, the show different. which you didn't you know what I was talking about you never saw Copa so he's talking about like an Asian like, <laughs> we're talking about real life man. Oh, yeah. so that's
0: real oh, life damn. 70s Philly. <laughs> What, I will, say no, is, what g- I will say is, no, though, about this, this is that if you've
1: got
3: game. an entire <laughs> series built around karate, yeah. starring two white guys, yeah. you better put an Asian in there somewhere, or the Asian community yes. is going to go, okay, yeah, call you up. Right? right yeah. It's like when Emma Stone played an Asian woman in that Aloha movie, and people had some shit to say about that. Yeah. Remember? Uh, yeah. Well, The character's name was Allison Ang.
1: And Dan they had Emma the Stone. I'm telling Dan you Stone. I like, I like I Emma Stone.
4: Copa Kai. Copa Kai. <laughs> Copa Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Kai.
1: Yeah. I Keith has something to say. I want, Indians, I want to hear what he has
4: Nobody to say. Nobody talks
2: about these American Indians. They're, they're getting played in movies by white people. Johnny Depp Crazy. played in American Indians. You want to talk about people getting screwed over. Exactly. These black people have a presence
1: in our, in our pop culture. Um, <clears> not as not difficult as they had. It. But these Jackson American Indians. I didn't like it. That's right. Unfortunately, the American Indians are...
4: There's not many left.
1: That's what we're teaching this course for. ain't nothing left.
4: Go to Foxwoods.
0: You hear about the uh, the two Native Americans on the college tour, and the mom called them because they weren't talking? No. Because they showed up late to the college tour. They were driving from somewhere else, and the mom or some white kids was like, well, "Well, there's two Natives. (laughs) Uh... In the tour, so the cops came to talk to him, but they was a part of the tour that just came late, so they got called on. They got cops crying. They were Native Americans. Yep. So I'm sitting there like, God yeah, damn! Native Americans. This course better be twined in gold, sir. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you want, man. It's it's just a lot. It's deep. But you're very That's optimistic. I will give you that. You
3: Cain. know, it's a it's a job requirement. You gotta you, you gotta, gotta walk in every day and say, you know, if
2: I can bring you, if I can make you go an inch forward, than where you, you were before. You know what name gets hired even less than LaQuisha? Chief Red Horse. Cool. Good call. <laughs> Shit. That's yeah. funny. But you yeah. have a, you have an application that says "Running Bull." Uh, yeah, uh, you know. Good luck. Yeah,
3: right, man. Yeah. Well, and that's why a lot of people change their names on their resumes, right? I mean, yes. you, you've probably heard a lot of stories. I see about my people, first you name. Know,
0: the first time I saw a Native American was what four years ago at a show I did in Minnesota at a casino. Yeah, that's well, right. Uh, uh, it was crazy. Out. Yeah, a comic. No, it was just a, dude, uh, in, uh, a real oh, okay. Indian dude right. sitting yeah. in the crowd. Bleed oh, see, my yeah, my, 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 my parents grew yeah. up in Idaho, so I was right like, next wow. to a reservation. So yeah, took yeah. a picture with him yeah, and everything. Yeah, remember the first eagle, time I
1: saw. Yeah. Does your diversity training and your, with your corporate clients, you focus mostly on uh, race, I gather? But but what role does sexual orientation play in your? In your a co- lot.
3: actually and we don't we don't focus you know, completely all on race. Other, that's, a whole, yeah, that's a whole other We thing. don't focus completely on race. But yeah, I mean, you know, so so sexual orientation comes up. I'm gay, so I will sometimes, you know, come out to a, a class full of people and say, you know, this is me. Um, it's it's interesting, you know, since since gay marriage, I it's yeah. actually I think it's it's kind of calmed down the heat on that particular issue a little
2: bit. Um, black people now, have a tough time with gay marriage, Derek.
0: They, they do, still. They do, right? They're 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 getting yeah They're, getting, they're yeah, 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 I know, It's I know. A
2: slow. It's slow, yeah.
0: Right now, it's a bunch of... Yeah. Like, the church has accepted yeah. all the choir singers Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's a slow though. climb. Every yeah. black church slow has got so many men cousins, singing in the choir. When my cousin came out, it was in the Gaines Family Tribunal with this, this <laughs> shit happened. I got phone calls from cousins I ain't here for. Paris, get out So it's a big thing in the black community. Yeah, you know. And so it's one of those
3: things that sometimes, People have, you know, their personal politics kind of sit there and, and yeah. you, you you kind of have judgment around that. And so if you're working in an environment where it's really important to kind of fit into a boys' club.
2: Right. Right. Yeah, and it's sure. a pretty
3: informal workspace, yeah. and you've got a lot of things and you get to know people's families. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. sit around and talk shit and get really, you know, you have conversations that probably you don't hear in a lot of, you know, office kitchens, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, then it can be really tough because it's like, you know, no yeah. one really wants to unless you know what what gay people normally then have to do is say okay i'm just going to go there i'm going to go all the way there right. and and actually just kind but of you we're know we're all
2: so tribal right i mean we all have to yeah. pick up on these yeah. differences in one another's cultures yep. and and then use it to point at yeah from from everybody's so, so perspective, my, and everybody's my culture. So my good
3: friend and mentor Howard Ross, his book just came out yesterday. The mm-hmm. Howard uh, Ross, the Howard Ross, and his name, uh, the name of the book is Our Search for Belonging, and it's mm-hmm. all about how you know finding your people is just such an innate human drive. I came mm-hmm. to, New but York what's, City. Happening, yes, now, what's happening now? What's happening now is that where I came from. we yeah. start to define who we who our people are by also defining who our people are not.
1: Of you know, and so we're of becoming
3: course. really, really polarized. It yes. used to be, you know, that that most of the people who in, who we sent to Washington were yes. pretty centrist, and you had a couple of nuts on the fringes. Now yes. everyone's fringe. Yes. no one's in the center because we're all watching. You know, if you're a conservative, you watch Fox. If you're a liberal, you watch MSNBC. We don't even agree on the facts anymore. Yes, you know, and so I will say to my parents who are very conservative, you know. Did you see what Trump put on Twitter the other day? And they're yeah. like, "No." But did you see that a, a high school librarian in Massachusetts returned Melania's yeah. books? See more confirmation. And I'm like, buys, I did but not all know that story, but
2: yeah, they're screening for what they want to believe. It's exactly. All confirmation exactly. Buys.
3: You know, and so we we're not having conversations that are helpful, and we're kind of retreating even further yes. to our sides. You know,
2: and again, that's it's, why it's a that's big where comedy problem. comes in, though. Comedy is one of the few things I, I mean that that speaks to at least cross demographics. Yeah. Yeah. If you make an indie an indie film about anything, you're already preaching to the choir. The yeah. only people showing up to see the film are people that already have New Yorker subscriptions. You're not okay. reaching people in other demographics. I see what you're saying. Whereas comedy you can still really. You, you know, can every hit once back in a while you get a crouching tiger
3: hidden dragon that kind of breaks out and everyone wants to go see. But yes. yeah, you're right. It's funny, right. you know, my, my colleague, Dr. Jeanetta Cole, who is, uh, you know, a, a good friend of mine and a real leader in this space, she said to me, when, when I told her I was doing this, yes. she said, you know, the best diversity trainers of my youth were comedians, the right, Red Fox, right. you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. before the shit went down, Cosby, yeah. you know, people who were teaching the world well, was like, talking, Richard.
2: Richard was Richard was very disarming Richard, yeah. Richard and Grier. would tell you about the community. Well, as yeah, I, as I said
1: yeah. earlier, you know, there's there's, there's there's no really more diverse environment than a than the world of stand-up comedy that I've seen. I Word. Mean, you know, uh, uh, as I say, you know, I don't typically associate with uh, such a varied group of people as I do uh, here at the comedy. Can be, and again, I, I'm, it's not my world. I've heard you could make an argument that
3: you know, it's a it's a tough space sometimes for women. Oh and, yeah, you know, because
0: uh, it is uh, that is, informal. That guy space. came hold here on, giving heat the other day, on. right?
2: How difficult is it for funny women? I, my experience of being crowd. around funny women, ah, know, dog. there's a lot of there's a lot of shitty. People that are Dov. not good at what they do, that go. Ah, it's because of this. the no, fuck it. It's not always because of you're a woman. And Jessica Curry gets on stage, she kills. murders She comes off stage. Not a fucking guy in this room goes. Ah, yeah, she's yeah. getting stage time because she's a woman. Yeah, that's or I, I can't have get to do because I've woman.
0: seen some oh, funny, shit. fantastic shit. So, burgers. so
3: you know this world better than I do. Every what funny I will, what funny woman I will ask I know, though in respect. return is who is born with their tight five that's gonna kill. What do you mean? You know, I mean who is who's born a brilliant stand up comic? You learn this stuff, right? I mean it's something where, you know, when you start off, it's yeah. you know, you're still kind of no one is at that level when they when they get up in front of an, an open mic for the first time. No. And how many no. women have we scared off because who could have been brilliant? It's a question. Well, I mean it's just something I don't see, know. I don't, I don't spend know my the time answer about that.
2: If you're talented and you think yeah, you can make it out, no they got scared I, I wanna, off. You know. We're scared. The yeah. ones that still here, they fucking yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, so it's know, like, yeah, you think you think like a guy wasn't scared off at his first open mic and well, stage? I'm not
3: saying. I mean, you know, sure, the open mic is scary enough, sure. but then when you've got you know comedians who are you know around you. Yeah. And perhaps you know saying some things, you know the groping that happened. You know, I mean, it's oh, just yeah, that kind that
1: that, yeah. that, that well, of stuff. I will. will say that's
2: it. different. I mean, if you're talking about groping, I mean that's happening in corporate culture as well. I'm not condoning yeah. that. Yeah, sure. That's I'm saying if co- you're, you're going to complain, you didn't get an opportunity because you're a woman. You better be a funny woman. And then if you're funny and you say that, then I'm all ears. But if you're just running around going it's because I'm a woman, let, let me
1: see you do funny fifteen yeah. minutes yeah. because there
2: aren't that many that's doing word. it. That's that truth. Well, what, I will the truth. Say, what
1: I will say is it's. That growing up, girls are not perhaps encouraged to be the class clown or to seek attention in that way, and I don't know how much of that is cultural and how much of that is just w- women and men. I believe are fundamentally different of in many ways. Gender roles, right? But God yeah. bless
0: the woman that finds that fucking. Yeah, God bless yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
2: just be, just be funny. There's I don't there. care what you are.
0: But you know, I'm
3: just saying when you when you have a a culture. You know that does kind of. It's all about who can be funnier than who. Sometimes yes, you know, I'm sure inappropriate, culture, inappropriate yeah. things get said. Yes, you know yeah. because you're all trying to. You know, and it's just it's the way that it is. You know, uh, I that, used to. And hang that around, should be the way. I that used it to is, hang around all, a lot of theater actors, right? Yeah, so they uh-huh. were they were good friends, but not quite stand up comedy, but kind yeah. of close to that, right? They were no, funny. not really. We're and <laughs> and you know and and so cast parties totally can different. kind of get. It's one of those things that if you are young and you have potential, yeah. But you get scared off. Yes. Who knows how many Margaret Cho's and Kathy Griffin's yes. we lost? So
2: what? Welcome to the world. If you're young and you get scared off, then you were scared. Then you were scared. Everybody's got to overcome something. I can't see that. And I think if you're, if you're scared of an to, audience or you're scared of a
3: heckler, that's in. fair. But if you're yeah. scared because somebody did something oh, really Oh, I'm not talking bad. about sexual stuff. Yeah. I'm just talking no,
0: about. No, that's what I mean, though.
3: That's, that's, that's going, what oh, I mean. That's the and can of
0: worms mean. that, that's another can of worms over. Yeah,
2: that's,
3: that's different.
0: That damaged that. Yeah. And it happens everywhere, right? I mean, we know because, you know,
3: I mean, hashtag Me Too kind of shown a light on the entire entertainment industry, yeah. but it's certainly happening in all these corporate spaces as well. Yeah, you know, all these newscasters now we're hearing, you know, that have been doing this. Those are pretty corporate feeling kind of spaces. You know, it's, right. it's like Matt Lauer and Charlie Rose were not hanging out in comedy clubs; they were right. they had offices with people with cubicles oh, around.
2: Oh no, of course. You know, yeah, so yeah. it
3: happens in a lot of places. But I'm always like, yeah. you know, people are talking about, you know, Charlie Rose might be making a comeback, and I'm like, okay. I want the women whose careers ended yes. because they had sure. the guts to stand sure. up and say he's been doing this shit. Sure. I want to see their comeback. Right. Like Word. that's where right. you know, that's yeah. where I am. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about kind of extreme behaviors, but if there's a culture that does support that, which it seems like, you know, in in a before this hashtag Me Too thing happened. A lot of men were doing this for years and years. I mean, how yeah. how many women did Harvey Weinstein abuse? Oh, yeah, before the world came of crashing course, down of and it was terrible,
0: and we're not saying it's not any less terrible. But yeah. how do we? How does it go from comedy to that to me too? We're, how did how did this start? Well, well I'm, I'm put just put saying, in, you know,
3: certain yeah. that that you know, if if you have like you know, okay, so. I'm, if Harvey Weinstein deserves a comeback, I want to see Mira Sorvino's comeback no, no, first. Oh, I want to see. Yeah, Ashley have no come argument back there. I, 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 was yeah. try,
2: I was trying to find a place where we could argue because it seems more interesting. I was, sure. I was thinking about the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and because I, I've heard I, this know, thing look, about women in comedy. Or, like, and 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 I and I thought I've never met a funny woman that anybody talks shit about. Yeah, there is, funny
0: women did, yeah. I mean,
2: who, when Michelle Wolf come, nobody talk. You no. know, nobody yeah. says when they're funny. When yeah, they're Michelle not funny, talking. And I've heard this before. Going, well, I'm a one. Well, but but you're not bringing the other thing with you. Yeah. They pull yeah, the yeah, woman yeah, yeah.
0: card when the jokes don't hit. Yeah. it's kind of like when urban comics don't 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 do good in urban, so yes. they turn into Christian comics. I've seen this shit go
1: down.
2: A funny urban comic could do well in any room. And by the way, a black audience respects a funny white guy for the most part. Just be yourself. Don't try to be black.
1: Yeah. Be yourself. I will never know because I I. Uh, it I will never know me. because it
2: scares me.
1: <laughs> Yeah. I. Uh, but in any case, uh, I'm getting. No, I think we were. We, were, were, having two con- yeah. we were having two <laughs> different conversations. I mean, you're, you're right. If if you just,
3: you know, if you go up there and you bomb, yeah. and and you. Or yeah. sad and then you go home. Okay, yeah. well you bombed. And then Wash you, the you, bubble, you either good. you either have oh, to get up and do it again or you stuff, have to absolutely. You but yeah, I'm not but talking about that. Is, I'm just, just talking that. about and I, and I'm saying that if any woman you talk to yeah. any and I've I've been asking ever since Me Too hit. Yeah. Every single woman I talked to about this, I'm like, have you ever been sexually harassed on the job? Every all single yes. one will all say, all say yes. 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 They all say yes. It doesn't mean that all men do this. Yes. But it does mean that any woman who's been working for any length of time, this has happened. And again. That sometimes, if that's the price of admission, a lot of women are going to say, "Yeah,
1: no thanks. I'm just yes. not going to. I'm not going to hang around well, for this anymore." We have to, unfortunately, have to conclude for this evening. Hey, good. Thank you, Eric yeah. Peterson. Was this was so yeah. much fun. Well, yeah, we fun. Th- and you seem like a, a nice guy, and and, um, and uh, I'm sure that uh, no one would love to have you back on the show to yeah, discuss Yeah, fun. Fun. yeah, fun. anytime, yeah, yeah, it was
3: nice. anytime. anytime.
1: you will uh, change Derek, the world, Eric. Eric Gaines. We can see you on every
0: Tuesday at ten or ten thirty on TBS. Uh, Tracy Morgan's the last OG. The last
1: OG What's OG stand for?
0: Uh, Original gangster Dan Ederman
2: That's me (laughs)
1: And of course Doug David off Regular of the comedy I'll be on the Tonight Show Tomorrow
2: night Check it out For Dove Oh no Friday night Friday night I'll be on it Friday night Tomorrow night Friday night Friday night
1: Watch Dove on the Fallon's uh, thing Okay Bye